You're listening to Good Morning with Ashley, where we will journey through finding the good in life's transitions. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Good Morning Podcast. This is episode numero uno, number one, and I am excited to just dive right in and start going on this journey of finding the good in life's transitions. Um, I feel like the perfect way for us to really um, just start just kind of putting things into the, you know, proper perspective is to kind of, you know, go back down memory lane, right? So it is January of 2021, and we have just came out of a year that was, oof, I don't even know how to describe it. It was heartbreaking. It was life-changing. It was sad. It was grievous. I mean, it was a mess if we just kind of want to be real about it. And um, I know a lot of us didn't really see, you know, things ending up the way that they have, you know. Um, I know that for me, I'm an educator. And so I went from having school one day to school being canceled the next and there's an emergency meeting that changes the trajectory of the entire school year at that point. Um, I'm sure we can all remember where we were when things really kind of started falling, I'm sorry, falling apart. Um, So I think we should just, you know, take a moment and just kind of look back and reflect on 2020. Now, bear with me, okay? Um, 2020 was a year that we definitely just will never forget. Um, We experienced one of the worst tragedies that some of us have ever seen in our lives. Hundreds of thousands of people lost their lives to what seemed like a sickness that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, We had to bury family members who were not given the proper memorials that they deserved. We went months, literally months without hugging our family and our friends or even seeing them or even going to work in our respective places. There was no sources of entertainment. And, you know, every time we left the house, it was just like fear, you know, came upon us. You know, we essentially became people who we didn't even recognize. And we can kind of blame that on the mask, but I think that it's more so because we were just afraid of what we knew was on the outside of our homes. We became people who were looking for toilet paper and sanitizers and uh, looking for things that could just help boost our immune systems. Um, We became people who really just wanted life to be normal again. You know, what is normal? We don't even know what normal looks like even still after almost, I don't know, like nine, 10 months of just things being completely different. You know, everything that was considered normal at this point has become obsolete. We couldn't gather and go to church. Some of us still can't. Um, Our Sundays are not the same. You know, we we couldn't visit hair salons and barber shops. And we had dwindled down our wardrobes to basically, you know, leggings and T-shirts and not really getting dressed. And, you know, some of us are still in that place because we work from home. And some of us are just kind of getting dressed up from the waist up, you know. Social media became, you know, our way of making sure that our friends and our family were okay. 
um, doing mental health checks on people who we knew were by themselves. It also became the place where we petitioned for prayers and it became the place where death announcements were coming like breaking news. At some point, I think that we all kind of even had somewhat of a mental breakdown, you know? And I think that um, that kind of happened based off of hearing too much about death, um, hearing too much about the cases rising, hearing too much about how sick people were getting. Um, also, just with having to sit with ourselves and, you know, kind of deal with emotions that were unwanted and really come into grips with what was happening around us. We were in survival mode, whether or not we want to, you know, fully acknowledge it. Um, we became health gurus and we started putting teas and herbs together to make sure that we could boost our immune systems. Um, we became expert chefs and started creating, you know, stretch meals for our family so that everybody could remain fed. And even when we wanted to complain, we couldn't because there was a sense of gratefulness that would really, you know, come over us because of everything that was going on. We were just grateful to be able to wake up, to breathe, to taste and smell, because those are things that went away from people, you know, on a daily basis. We were just happy, you know, really and honestly to be alive. Now, I know some of you are wondering, why do we have to go back and, you know, talk about 2020? And even though some of us are, well, we are kind of still dealing um, with these things in 2021, it's not the way that it was when we um, first approached, um, you know, the time of COVID and quarantine in 2020. But I think that it's important for us to address such a horrible year um, because even with as bad as it was, there was still some good. And isn't that what we're talking about? Finding the good in life's transition. So we all experience a transition. Whether you want to really acknowledge it or not, we all experience the transition during this time. And I know for me, um, before, you know, COVID and quarantine kind of happened, I was in a place of being on pilot mode. Um, I was literally just doing what I had to do to make it through every day to come home and lay down because I had just experienced my own transition prior to COVID. I had experienced a loss that was just devastating. And for me to keep going, I had to push everything that I felt behind me. I had to um, keep going as if nothing had even ever happened. And when COVID came around and I didn't have to go to work physically and even my workload was lighter than it would be on a normal school year or a school day, I had a lot of idle time in which made me have to sit with my emotions. And while COVID brought some terrible things, when I say it was good for me, I mean it was good for me. Because had I not had that time to sit and deal with my feelings and deal with my emotions and cry it out and pray and journal and sleep and do what I needed to do to put myself back in a good mental space, I would probably not be doing this podcast. I would probably still be in a very grievous state, um, a state of mourning beyond what I could truly explain. And so for you, um, you may be thinking, okay, well, let me think about my good in 2020. Let me think about something that happened for me. Well, some of you may have started a business. Some of you may have 
I don't know, gotten pregnant. Maybe you conceived during the time when somebody told you you couldn't. I know some of those stories. I know people who have been told that they could never conceive. And yet in a pandemic, in a time where people are dying, they are giving birth and giving life and God was shining on them. Maybe it was a time for you where you're good with simply being able to spend time with your family. Maybe it was being able to save money because you couldn't go out and spend money on going out to eat and doing all things that um, were considered recreation. Maybe your good was just resting. Maybe you just needed a moment to breathe. Maybe you just needed a moment to gather yourself. See, this is what it looks like to find good in a transition that was meant to break you. This could have broken us in so many different ways. Um, And I know that, you know, this was a time where mentally we were all disturbed in some kind of way. And yet here we are on the other side of it, grateful, like beyond words, grateful that we were able to make it out of such a terrible time. And so, um, again, yeah, I mean, 2020 brought some good, regardless if we, you know, we want to look at the bad. It was a lot of bad. It really was. But there was also some good. And I think that, you know, one of the ways to, in life, and just kind of, you know, moving this towards um, my viewers and my listeners, I I want you to to realize that sometimes the only way that you can, first of all, acknowledge the good is first acknowledging the bad. Um, some of us don't want to take time and just really be honest about the fact that we've experienced some of the things that we've experienced. And that could be, like I said, losses um, beyond what we can explain. They can be broken friendships. They can be divorced. It can be um, mourning the loss of a child. It can be moving. It can be all kinds of things that you can mourn outside of death. But you have to acknowledge that you've had this experience first before you're able to move on with your healing. And so I know most times we just want to throw it to the back of our heads, some things that have happened to us, some things that have shaped us as individuals, but that is not how healing works, unfortunately. That is not how a breakthrough works. That is not how, you know, being able to move forward work. You can't just move forward when you want to acknowledge what's holding you back. And so I like to think of it as like, you know, when you go to for the people uh, have seen certain movies, um, you know, you've seen those movies where maybe one of the characters is, is an alcoholic and they have to go and sit at an alcoholic anonymous meeting. And one of the things they're made to say when they're introducing themselves is that they're an alcoholic. And it's like, wow, like that's kind of a bit much. But it's like, hey, my name is such and such and I'm an alcoholic. And I don't think that they want to say it, but it's a part of acknowledging the state that you're in. And so if I was to introduce myself, maybe a year ago, this time I would say, hi, my name is Ashley and I'm hurt. Because that's where I was a year ago. But that's acknowledging the fact that I experienced something that could have really broken me. They also, um, you know, pray a particular prayer (laughs) at those meetings that I actually, I think is great because I think that it helps you get your mind in the right perspective. And that prayer is called the serenity prayer. And they say, God, grant me the serenity to accept the change, the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
I think a part of having that wisdom to know the difference is, first of all, acknowledging that there's something that's wrong. Now, why is it that we struggle with acknowledging? That's the thing. Let's talk about that. Why do we struggle with acknowledging the fact that something has happened to us? I think acknowledgement, you know, it brings a sense of vulnerability. And us as people, we don't like to seem weak. We don't like to seem like, you know, we, we are unable to move forward from things or that we're having a moment. We always want to appear to be strong and we want to um, appear to be victorious even in our worst state. And that's fine, but that's fake. And who wants to live a fake life? How unnecessary is that? How unnecessary is it for you to, you know, hold your own self back simply, simply because you just won't acknowledge the fact that you're in a bad state? So I want you to think about what it is that you're facing right now, what it is that you're trying to move past, um, what it is that you're trying to move forward with. I want you to get that thing in your head. You know, you may be driving, you may be folding laundry, you might be cooking while you're listening to this, but take a moment and just acknowledge that thing that is heavy on your heart today, what's heavy on your mind today, that thing that has been literally um, just attacking you whether or not you want to be honest about it, that thing that has been tormenting you, that thing that keeps you from sleeping at night, that thing that stops you from being great. I want you to think about that thing. And I want you to say what it is out loud. I want you to acknowledge what that thing is. I want you to acknowledge that this is something that you're hurting about. I want you to acknowledge that this is something that has changed your life, literally. And now I want you to realize that you can get over it. And not just get over it, but be healed from it. I know for me, I kept saying to myself, Ash, you're not just going to put yourself in a position to be over this hurt, be over this grief, be over, you know, feeling this, sadness and crying and having anxiety and depression and dealing with these things. You don't want to just be over it. You can be over anything, but it takes a lot of strength to be healed from something. It takes a lot of vulnerable vulnerability to be healed from something. It takes a lot of guts to address those things that literally torment you. So I want you to remember as you are journeying through your healing and you're journeying through finding your good, that before you can even get there, you have to acknowledge that there is something that went wrong, that there is something that was bad, that there is something that, you know, it it, it changed who you were. But then I also want you to know that from acknowledging that, your healing is on the other side, that your breakthrough is on the other side, and that your good is on the other side. So now that we've gotten through acknowledging we can get to the point of working on our healing. So I want you to make sure you tune in with me next week so that we can continue to help you find the good in life transition.